What is doing? Well, welcome to the Rugby Report Card for week two of 2023. Australian rugby is on the up and up to discuss all the happenings in the world of rugby. With me is Jimbo Jones. Sounds Jim, very contrived, very contrived introduction. I was forced. Uh, Let me tell you it was forced. <laughs> trying to resurrect something from nothing, but you you got me. I'm in. I'm in for the for the hour. How about you, Richard? Did it work for you? It's, you know what? As a whole, there's still question marks over the product of uh, the rugby, but if I'm talking about your uh, entrance, no, that didn't work for me at all, mate. You need to work harder. Come on, man. Be up and about. The Brumbies have just beaten the Blues. It'll be the only win against the Kiwi side this year. Just just celebrate today and enjoy the moment. Why does he have to come at us like that, Jim? Every oh, it's week. Just it's just fun, man. It's just, it's just fun. a passive Passive aggressive pot shots at Australian rugby. It knows no end. It was a great. great There's nothing passive about it. Nothing passive. (laughs) Just straight aggressive. (laughs) Um, Did did you boys catch the game? What did you think? Great game. You know, uh, two teams that I think stand out are, are, you know, uh, above all the others. And maybe that's just a result of the fact that. it's only been two games. What can we make of it from those two games? But for the quality, the grit, the defence, the physicality, uh, you know, it was, it was an awesome game. And I think there's a lot of internationals in both uh, in both teams that, that, that stood up. Um, very even contest. We always talk about the Blues being, um, you know, elite level and, and dominating game, uh, ball and possession and territory, should I say. But that wasn't the case in this game. I think they won both counts slightly, but uh, the Brumbies are legit and are uh, clearly the best team after two weeks. The best team in the other conference and uh, and they've got a real chance of going deep. So a lot of real positives from the Brumbies this week. Yeah, you've got a big chance of going very deep. Um, look, everything that needs to occur for an Aussie team to get the, uh, get the ice over an all-black competition team um, happened, mate. They weren't executing the line breaks that they did have. The ref was all about us for the first halfers. And um, we capitalised on those moments that were given to us, taking the threes, scoring off the line out. Um, and the real gutsy effort, mate, was holding on in the end. It was 25-20 for a long time. The whole second our captain, no our captain, Our captain, you know, subbed off in the first, you know, 10 minutes or whatever it was. And those two props who, mate, I couldn't tell you who they were. No idea, but they played their socks off, particularly over the ball. Um, and, and look, it's on the up. You know, Debrasini, you know, he's making a claim for that jersey, that's for sure. Ikatau through the roof once again. But the Blues won't go away. They're a very, very strong side. I think, yeah, um, look. I think sorry, just interjected, I think we just need to pay homage also to uh, the Brumbies in the way they uh, they attacked the breakdown as well. You know, the fact that they uh, did hold on was awesome in the end. Uh, but it really showed maybe a, a blueprint moving forward, you know, getting over the ball, forcing those turnovers, uh, you know, and, and playing well without the ball. They made their tackles. They didn't miss that many in comparison to the amount that they made. So uh, I think we need to pay homage to the way that they did attack that breakdown really well. But um, sorry, Blake, I interrupted you. Now, the Brumbies just know what they do and they do it well. They set piece incredibly well. They, uh, they you know, once both their props were off, the other boys did very well over the over the ball. There's some 
Um, chunky humans, man. Blake Shoot and, and Van were awesome over the ball. Did get a little towed up at scrum time. But, I mean, other until then, the, the Brumbies know what they do well and they do it well. You said that, They, they yeah. scrummage incredibly <laughs> well. They maul incredibly well. They're good off the line out. Valentin gets your game line for days. They can box kick both line again and white. Um, they know what they're doing. Valentini can only gain line for days off a short run up. I, I off don't a know long what run he up, needs to do for you two boys. He gets he gets so he gets chipped so much. Like he he barnstorms. He, when he gets a full head of steam, you're like, this guy might actually do something here, and he just is such a victim to the chip more so than anyone else. There must be zero footwork in his game. I, I don't know what he has to do for you boys to talk him up. It's been the best. Why, why, why are you? Why are you? Uh, why are you chipping me in here? Because yeah. you always pile on saying you want to see more from him. You're creating division the where there is none, mate. We're yeah, all what's about this, it. What's this negativity you're throwing around today? There's been a super it's rugby run, mate. It's because he's scripted what he wants to say, and we've gone off script, and he can't keep up. Well, well, I'm I'm confused so we, that the Brumbies the Brumbies beating the, to the last game. We've jumped to the last game as well. What's going on with you, man? Brumbies beating the Blues, Australian rugby beating the best Kiwi rugby side, round two of the Super Rugby, and our second comment is I don't think Valentini's up to it when he was just about the best on the park. That's objectively Madness. incorrect. That's just yeah. second comment. That's objectively incorrect. Boy. <laughs> no one said he's not up to it other than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't can't we just Can't we just get around the boys and say they played really, really well? We were. Oh, we were doing that, man. Which is a comment on how much he gets like chipped. We were looking for criticism. <laughs> I thought Frost is sensational. Um, and and back, back to the script. <laughs> All right, who, uh, who else would you like to shit on then, Jim? I'll, I'll let you lead and I'll follow. What about two of Artashek's right foot, mate? Jeez, where's he been putting that? That was an outstanding display of footwork. He was on fire, mate. He was best player on the park, I thought, to Avasashek. Um, no disagreement there. I mean, this is the Blues' best team. Just, there's no one being rested here. Is, is Akira Yobani on the way out? What, what, has he changed changed squads? He used to be free money for me as a try scorer. Well, he moved to centre, and I don't think he scores as many meat pies there. But no, 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 you're talking about Rico. I said Rico, Akira. we're talking about Akira. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, where is he? Before, don't whilst know. you just... Whilst we just uh, look where Akira is, uh, can I just say, uh, is, uh, Satutu, is Satutu, maybe we should just it, stick to the script. <laughs> is the Tutu the uh, the All Black Eight right now? Like he was so impactful in that game. The number of carries that he had in that game was just outstanding. You know, is is he someone who's stuck his head above the parapet? Is he either the All Black Eight? You know, uh, what mm, do you absolutely. guys think? Yeah. yeah, putting his hand up. But the other guy that puts his hand up too is the silver main in the Chiefs team, the mm. number eight with the silver main. You know what I'm talking mm. about? He's a yes. dominating defender. Yeah, uh, uh, Jacobson, is it? Oh, no, uh, Sawakula. Sawakula? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but he played six this weekend. So that that all black, the, the back row for the all black has always been across the years has been so strong. But uh uh, go back to the Blues. I thought that their carry game was amazing, and I'm surprised they didn't go back to it more. But it goes back to our point with the, the fact that I was super impressed with how the Brumbies got over the ball and competed at that break there. Um, and so the, the Brumbies it's were discipline. super impressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they played the ref well and had the and understood what the expectations of the the referee had at that time. Um, 
and even Samu got through some work. If we look at it, there's positives, you know, lots of carries um, um, throughout the game. And I think someone who is underrated, I know he's never going to get a Wallaby jersey, uh, but even Muirhead on, on one wing, I thought he just does the, the basic things right and, and played really well in that in, um, at the weekend. So huge performance from, from the Brumbies, but uh, it is helped by the fact that they've got such a good bench. You know, uh, the fact that Loisier can come off the bench, Swain can come off the bench, you know, White can come off the bench. It's such a, um, such an impactful thing in, in, in a game. You know, that's it's after 50 minutes or 55 yeah. minutes to have a bunch of internationals come and make a difference is so that's important. It. Are we seeing um, some uh, ahead of the curb tactics here with the whole replace your nine or replace your 10 at 50 minutes in? No, I th- honestly, no, I, I think, think so. it's as, as I think it's as simple as they didn't have a preseason um, and they've got a very long season. Mm. So, I think so. get want to get in Debra as much minutes as you can while you can. Because yeah, White policy yeah, be playing the back end. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think um, they had such a long, long tour with the with the spring tour or the autumn tour, whatever way you want to look at it. But, but I also think it's really, really good for the development of uh, Lonergan. Not so much Debrusini, but Lonergan. You know, the fact that he can play in a team that's that's successful at the moment and developing. Um, and I think so, the future, I don't think he had his best game though. I think no, I agree um, with that. No, Brumby's really turned up a notch from White came on the field. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, it's just nice for him to play in that team. That was just you know, as we say, that the Brumbies are a system to to come in. Uh, Tool was it was it was quieter this week, but again, just the the clientele that he's playing against. Uh, obviously, the Blues was was up a huge notch. Uh, but, I, but I think the the Brumbies it'll be really exciting for them next week. The fact that they're going you know back to back to Canberra and playing the Reds, the red hot Reds after the the the, the week this week. So it'd be it'd be good to see if they can back it up. Look, the question I always want to ask for the Brumbies is: they play all their rugby and they get all their success by beating teams up in the front five. Um, and, you know, Frost, Neville, Swain, probably, you know, arguably the three best second rows in the country. Slipper and Al Alatoa, arguably the best two props in the country. Uh, I'm, you know, pro-Bell and pro-Tupo for the up-and-comers. But, you know, right now it's probably Slipper and Al Alatoa. They're legit, right, the top five. I just I can never quite understand. I know what the obvious answer is, but I can never quite understand why the Brumbies are so dominant. They kick to the line, with, and there's a hundred percent confidence that they're going to win this line out, and they're going to maul. Well, not if Lonergan's throwing in. Um, no. Pretty. How many, how many did he get pinned? You're pretty confident that they're going to roll this maul on. Their line out was pretty poor today, mate. I got to call you on that. Was it? I thought it looked pretty good. Oh no, it was horrific. They got pilfered so many times in key areas, and I think the throw was just short. All right. Well. Yeah, well, they won 19, lost four, but that's low for them. But I guess the point I'm, I'm making is you're confident that their scrum's probably going to generate a penalty, that their mall's probably going to generate a penalty. You're looking at better than 50-50 odds, the best Australian team, if not the best team in the comp at it right now because the Kiwis don't really play like that. I just never understand why it never, ever rolls over to the Wallabies. Under McKellar, we literally picked the same coach and the same players. Then I, I don't maybe, know the obvious answer is it's a step up, but it just blows my mind that it, you go from so much confidence to none whatsoever. Look, I know you both of you don't have a pot shot over here because I don't have the stats to support my statement. But it was interesting watching the over the, the weekend and watched a few games. How many teams at Super Rugby don't compete at the line-out? 
um, and just wait for it to, to land and then obviously counterattack it from that point. Whereas I feel at international level, um, there are more times where teams are more willing to get the man up and compete. And I think that probably impacts the success level because even at Super Rugby level, there was a number of throws that weren't straight over the weekend. But because yeah, the other team didn't compete, the referee just let it play on. Whereas I think Are you if talking you get from the guy, five out though? Yeah, I would even say from five out, yeah. I reckon five you get some good I reckon you get some good numbers getting up there. Yeah, there you go. It's just uh, even from further out than five. But um but you're right. I just think it's mm. I just think more players maybe maybe get them up well. But again, it's so anecdotal. I don't have evidence to any, any stats to support that. Um, if I'm just taking what you've said there, though, Blake, if you're like the exact same dudes perform at this level and the exact same dudes can't perform at that level, yeah, there's an argument that they're versing better opposition, but you go from a team with a winning culture to a team with not so strong of a winning culture, and I think they're like your answer. Do you I reckon think there's a lot of belief. It's all between um, years, confidence. Uh, yeah, that's what sticks out to me. But the thing is I don't understand is people are so aware of this. They must have so many workshops and go through so many chats and whatever it is that they do to get their mind right that you'd think that they would have overcome that hurdle. Yeah. But all it, all it takes is one pilfered line out early and it's gone. Yeah, just just blows my mind. Like with the Brumbies, I couldn't be more confident. I'm like, yes, scrum time. Wallabies, you're like, oh God, scrum, Jesus Christ, just get it out the back. <laughs> um, I just it's a, it's a strange thing, even though it's the same bloke. Could be um, but congratulations, could be... Brumby. Sorry, Richard. No, no, no. Just last thing before we move on to another game. Controversial statement. Might just be the referee's interpretation and in international level, if you're talking about scrum. You know, maybe it's the fact that it's a Northern Hemisphere referee in it rather than a Southern Hemisphere. And the fact is, they're maybe being more pedantic at international level than what they are being at Super Rugby level. You know, not all those things. There's so many variables at play. Uh, but you're absolutely right. My feelings about that. Yeah, I know exactly. That's why I don't want to go, go into that. But I, I, maybe it's something. Maybe there's something about it. But what what we do need to talk about is the Crusaders. How what were how good were they as opposed to how shit were the Highlanders? What would you say? Yeah, was it Collar Bay, Collar Bay? What would you say, Blake? Without getting too much into the game, I think the Crusaders were always going to bounce back, weren't they? And the, the Highlanders, I think New Zealand are much like us at the moment. It's very hard to have five good teams. One of them's got to suck. That's the Highlanders at the moment. Yeah, they, they are a bit of a make-up team. But they did play really well for a good 25 minutes to start of this match, man. They really brought the energy and then they doesn't just started to slip. Doesn't it surprise you, could I just ask? I, I, I would never have thought that in a World Cup year we'd be having a an English-born, a former England international uh, playing 10 for the Highlanders. I just find that odd. Uh, but especially if you're going to go through a season of, of um, mediocrity, you would have thought you've at least uh, had a... Uh, had a, a younger Kiwi boy playing at playing at ten. I'm, I'm, su- I'm still surprised that Freddie Burns gets a run out for the Highlanders at the moment, aren't you, boys? Yeah, I would agree. But they always do weird stuff like that at the Kiwis. Remember when Deborah Sini was playing for the Chiefs? Like mm. you've just got to imagine there's more young talent running around the Kiwi comps. But I don't know. Maybe they just want that stability at that level. Don't want someone learning their craft. They've got mm. the NPC for that. Mm. I don't know. Um, Good chef. Who would you have in instead? Just some young gun. They clearly don't think that they can do it. No, but that's the thing. When you've got Umanga Jensen at Baji, who's a you know factor controlling influence, you know can get over the game lines. Kicker game was good at the weekend on Friday as well. You would have thought that would have it would have helped uh, 
uh, a young young kid, you know, I know it's a big pressure situation, but to at least step up in there and give them some game time. You know, Freddie Burns, yes, he's played international rugby a couple of games for England in the end of 20s and what have you, but it's, it's just a strange choice. It's not a marquee signing, but it's not someone who's going to change the, the needle astronomically to make the, the Highlanders a... a, a uh, really good, really good in this competition. So it's just a strange option, really, for me. Um, but overall, you're right. Richie Mwanga said, I think, after the game and interview, you know, he didn't play well enough last week and he played much better this week. And just some of the, the line breaks. Yeah, he's lightning. Made, yeah, the, the, the line breaks they made off his runs and his passes, you know, were just un, unreal. And, um, Harvili, as much as I don't think he's the all black 12, he, you know, he played his kicking game was, was on point and played really well for the Crusaders this week, too. Big dude, chunky dude. Mm, um, definitely. All in all, awesome weekend for Australian rugby, though. You've got. What do you think rugby. of the the super round for yeah. the second time running? It's a look. Bigger look crowds? I don't mind it as a concept. Um, I just can't. And I think I said this on one of one of our group messages. I don't think there's any ground in any country, like between Australia and New Zealand, Fiji. Um, or any of the Pacific Island countries that you you can get fill the stadium six times. It's not going to happen, is it? Nah, so it just leads to a sort of subdued atmosphere. Yeah, it's it, it's a hard one. It's almost kind of like you want to take uh, uh, you want a double header at, at the major at the major grounds. Like in a weekend, you have a double header at, the, uh, at Moor Park. You have a double header at uh, at, at it's, uh, in Brisbane, and you have a double header down in Melbourne, and then make it a little bit more like a, a big thing, but in three different cities rather than having it across three days. Because even the, the Sydney Sevens, it doesn't sell out across three days. Because uh, with everything going on, there was AFL uh, preseason games going on in Sydney. There's concert, sorry, Melbourne. There's concerts going on. I just think over three days, I don't think there's the population or the interest to, to do it. So I like the idea of it as a you know if the population was bigger, but. I think it's um, may have run its course a little bit, and I think to spread out yeah, over be, three be cities would be better. Yeah, do do or even wait do to the, the double end of the competition. Do a double header of Australian teams. Mm. So you know you've got the four Aussie teams playing. Do the same in New Zealand. Set it up like that, or leverage the women's game. Mm. Once that comes up and running, that is your double header. They usually uh, do do that. Yeah, I mean that that I mean that's how to do it. I don't know. Or just have one, just have one day, like the Sunday or the Saturday, and just play back to back. Start at eleven o'clock, you know, have go women's game, men's game, women's game, men's game, or something, and have four games, you know, and just have one day of just that make that super because the crowds um, from the watching it on TV, the crowds were not great, um, you know, because there are so many things going on Melbourne. So I think we have to really rethink it, or even just have it later on in the season and have the matchups better because. The matchups, particularly on Saturday, were were poor. At least if you wait till week nine or round ten or eleven, then you may have a greater understanding of who they are and just fix the fix the draw, make it so there's real real close games. I reckon. Just well, I think that's why they put it so early on in the season this year before anyone was written off. Mm. I think it was a bit deeper in the comp last year. Mm. Look, the issue is Melbourne, mate. They're not in. Yeah, it's no. a flop. It. But you can't do it anywhere else. You can't. You couldn't negotiate the stadium time. Do it up in Queensland. Do you couldn't negotiate force, the stadium time. Force Reds. It's five thirty, seven thirty. Towers Brumbies. It'd be great. That's a cracking double header. You'd sell out Suncorp. Well, oh, if you had Sydney, one, even if you'd you had need one, you need a cheer and opening. 
have it out at one thirty, then at least televised, then people can go to the pub for the I don't know for a Kiwi game or put it on a screen and have three games or whatever. Maybe that's just shit idea, but at least that yeah. Definitely. You know what it Double is. Head is it? But, nah, you know what it is. It's the stand coverage. It's too good. Why would you go when you can get such high quality coverage at home? A couple of Justin Harrison. The, the quality, yeah. Literary genius spewing <laughs> out of his mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a bit of a flop for me. It's a bit shit. But it's better than nothing. I liked yeah. having games on Sunday, although it is hard It is hard to to get mortgage TV time on three days in a row. It's not easy. Um, but, you know, I'm not complaining. As a rugby fan, I like it, but I don't think they're leveraging it to to achieve their maximum. I do think, however, it was a fantastic weekend for Australian rugby full stop. Tars looked sensational. Brumbies knocked off the top Kiwi team. I haven't seen the Rebels with that much fight since, was it Delves was the number eight? Was that his name? Was that bloke's name? Devs, that Kiwi British bloke? He used to have heart, that dude. But, <laughs> no, his name. He was all right. Yeah, that guy's captain there for a while. Anyway, fuck, that's a moot point. But the Rebels had heart, and I hadn't seen that for years. Since the Sterling Mortlock days, I haven't seen that level of heart. I thought the Rebels dug in. I thought the Brumbies knocked off the top team. The Tars looked champagne. Um, and the Reds looked, I mean, that's what the Reds can do. That's what that back line can do when they get a bit of front football. They will cut you apart. And we, we tore strips off from last week. Maybe they just went week off, needed O'Connor back with a fresh do. Um, they look sensational. I th- thought it was a great weekend for Australian rugby full stop. And, and I think Australian rugby needed that. After week one, I, I don't know how confident we all felt about Aussie rugby. Um, but I'm feeling good after this weekend. Would you boys agree? I thought the Rebels looked great. Yeah, look, I think uh, look, I'd say two things. With the, with the Rebels, I love the heart about the Rebels and I love the fact that within the last two minutes they were still within the game. Did I ever really think that they were ever going to get over the line? No. I love the idea of it, but uh, maybe last year I was harsh on them last week because I felt like it was the same old Rebels, but uh, they they hung in. The things that they need to tighten up on, exits, you know, uh, receipts, uh, exits out there, 22, still not a great idea. Still not great at it. Gave away too many silly penalties. Uh, but I think the yellow slash red card helped them get back in the game as well. Gave them a bit of front football. Um, go back to your tar comment. I thought they did look really, really good. But again, um, they were helped by a little bit of indiscipline by the drawer. Uh, Just say but, something good, Rich. Get but, around it. They don't need a caveat. But this is my caveat. But if we can't get happy about this weekend, then you're not going to be happy because you know Tars winning, Rebels getting getting closer, uh, Reds obviously winning wholeheartedly. It's a good weekend, and um, and the players are all look like they're growing into the into the season, even if it is round two. So yeah, got to be happy. Look, I don't think we'll know how good the Tars are until round four when they take on the Hurricanes. I don't think we'll find out how good the Reds are until round six when they take on the Crusaders because it's those are the matches I'm interested in. It's easy to fire up for a Brumbies encounter. It's easy to fire up for a, for a Rebels or a Force game. But when you come up against quality competition, um, I'm very interested in how you handle that pressure, particularly if it's an away game. So I'm going to hold my tongue on how good we're going just yet. You know what my answer to that is? How many blokes should keep fit? Our squads aren't deep. All of, are, rugby, all of our super rugby teams are the island of super rugby. You reckon injuries are up? 
Oh, mate, the last two years have been horrific, so we're due a good one, aren't we? No, but I mean just across the board. You rewind the clock a couple of decades. Injuries are way more common than they used to be. Yeah, it's interesting. I was reading an article. I was reading an article on um, on a, another uh, site where it talked about b- basketball because they were talking, complaining about what the players load managing, and they actually were saying that the, the the kinesiology of a lot of top athletes is hugely impacted by the amount of amount of uh, sport they're playing as a kid. You know, they used to play multiple sports, but they're all specialising right now in their one sport, and they're actually coming into the league with so many issues. So it's not actually the elite level stuff that's the problem. It's the the issues of growing up. So it'll be interesting to see whether what what changes in Australian rugby to try and protect the players at a younger age group. Because are they playing? That's the question. Are they playing too much at a younger level and coming into this top level with with incorrect gay, incorrect uh, biomechanics? And that's what's leading to the the huge amount of injuries. Because like you're right, there isn't the depth, and so therefore injuries are going to be a huge thing. You know, the game's faster. It is with these restrictions now on time. The boys are bigger, absolutely. Um, I reckon that's got a lot to do with it as well, but it seems like they're up. The numbers are up. There's injuries all over mm. the board. Every team's, mate, every team's got a name out, mm. unless you're the, uh, the Highlanders. There's no names. There's no names. <laughs> um, what, what I will say, I've been trying to be, you know, the, the non-caveat guy here with Australian rugby, but I will say cards <laughs> helped us in a lot of games this weekend. No. Didn't they just? Like, let's be honest, if it wasn't for all of the cards, Rebels would have got pumped, Brumbies would have lost. It's a fact, right? Look, we just have to address it. Like 13 men in both games <laughs> for a good 20 minutes. And even the Reds, I mean, well, you know, force are largely foreigners anyway, aren't they? Um, no, they're development players. Even the Reds played the force with 13 men. I, cards are still determining the outcome of games. Um. But anyway, I don't know. You reckon Eddie will travel to Perth to watch a force game? I wouldn't bother. (laughs) (laughs) Not when the stand coverage is this good. (laughs) Exactly. I I saw the, um, I'm I'm sure you've all seen it now, the uh, Eddie Eddie Scribblings, his musings on the Wallaby team. What's he playing at, mate? He knows exactly what he's doing. Not a force player inside, is there? (laughs) That's why I said it. Um, what did you boys think of that? What did you think about? Um, I'm sure you've seen seen the team that Eddie's picked: Jorgensen on the wing, Vunavalo, no, Marky Mark on the other. I think it was the two young guns. That is a case for it. Really put his name in the sand, Marky Mark last year. He was he was outstanding. Jorgensen on the other wing, bowled by Eddie. Is he fucking oh, Was that on purpose? He, he loves the bowl. I think it's it's he loves the bold selection. Eddie doesn't he? A bit left field, you know. Do you reckon this is Eddie loves a bold selection, or is this is Eddie's playing the media? Because I, I I I firmly reckon it's not Eddie playing the media. I reckon Eddie's getting a bit senile, but it was like Donald Trump. You know, when you do something ridiculous, everyone will be like, "Oh, he's so clever." Yeah, yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing, misspelling stuff on Twitter. Is that, is that what this was with Eddie and the, and the the pen and paper? Subtle messaging. Subtle messaging. For well, it's, put, it's putting a bit of pressure on him. It's putting more pressure on him if it's the case. Right at 15 is what he had. He had Noah and Nick White in the halves. Right's holding up. It's a different breed of team compared to Dave Rennie. So, did you hear that? Did you read that Vinavalu article that came out that's saying that Dave Rennie was all pace, mate, get quicker, get quicker? And he just was like putting so much pressure on his hammies and just started hating it. 
But oh, these yeah. these Rennie training routines, like a number of people have come out now, they must have been worse than that dude that used to run them at Southern. I can't remember his name, the doctor or something. He used to get mm-hmm. you on the Cronulla Hills at 5 a.m. You'd get there and he's not even there. Remember the quit that would come into your driving to training? Just thinking. Can I just ask? Knowing both of you, neither of you were at the sand dunes at five o'clock in the morning running hills. <laughs> no, it once, once. I heard stories. I heard stories. <laughs> it sounded tough. <laughs> um, yeah, no, horrific, horrific. Um, just anyway, what was I saying? Gleason at eight. What did you think of Eddie's team, boys? I don't think I know you said. Yeah, look, a big, some of a, it was hard to read. I know you're saying there's a lot Sorry, of difference to the to, no 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 there's a lot of difference to to Rennie's team. I think there's just a hate to say this, but there's some smart choices in there. He's playing, he's picking players on proverbial form, you know, or where they should be playing. You know, uh, <clears throat> I like the back row with Valentini and Hooper and Gleeson. Uh, Liner option potentially, you know, with issues should negate that. I um, mean, get Valentini out. Um, I, I think Gleeson's got huge potential, and even the back row, even the um, uh, the backs have a lot. I think he'll get Noah playing flatter, which is good. And um, I think there's a lot of potential in that Wallaby team. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good team. On the weekend? I'm sorry? How good was Gleason on the weekend? Oh, very good. Very good. Um, glad with the fact that he's in It'd be nice to get Will Harris in a different team too, because he's not, he's not, he played very well last year, at the beginning of last year. And then obviously, Either got injured and has gone out of favour. Again, if you were in a centralised system, it would be good to send him out to another club too, so he could play regularly. I think he's got a lot of a uh, lot of ability um, as a number thought, eight. Like, looking at Eddie's team, a bit exciting for Harry Wilson and Tate McDermott. They penciled in as the backup eight and nine. I think they were sort of miles off Dave Rennie's estimation, so I thought that was exciting. At Parecki at number two, are you guys down for that? No, Tolu Latu, mate. I'm on the Latu train, baby. He was he fucking he was that good when he came on the field. His shirt was tucked in. He looked like an absolute gentleman. He was punching darts after the game, and he played he? very, very well. I think with him, he's just got to. I think he's just got to prove it over an extended period of time. Um, I, I don't think there's ever been an issue about Tolalada's ability to be able to perform as a hooker on the rugby field. The issues surrounding him have been fitness, which it seems like he may have obviously addressed that, but also discipline and being able to control the aggression. So, yes, he was very good on Saturday as an impact player, and maybe that's his role. Uh, but, yeah, he just needs to do it over a longer period of time before he gets to dis- deploy- displace our Parecchi and a Wallaby-, Wallaby team at the moment. I'm telling you right now, mate, Tolu Latu, Wallaby captain. Eddie's keeping us all on our toes. <laughs> Watch this space. It's so small, Parecki. Latu's small yeah. too. Even yeah. the um, there was like a shot of Parecki on the sideline. He looked like some dude you went to catch an indie band with. One hundred percent. Not a fucking hooker that you were terrified of. <laughs> he went over to talk- Europe to try and make it in music, man. <laughs> exactly. That's what he was. He was over there playing at dodgy pubs. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby was his backup. I can see it, Dave Parecki, a bit of an acoustic, sentimental love album. Yeah, I can see it mm. right now. Mm. To an empty um, pub. 
Talking though of, of empty pub, there was also an empty stadium for the uh, Vancouver Sevens. I don't know if you caught any of it. Still on at the moment. Australia in the in the quarterfinals. It's it's also sad the fact we that beat New Zealand, did we? Yeah, Great Britain are playing New Zealand tomorrow. I think it is in the in the next round. Uh, but but uh, yeah, just my segue was the was the empty pub to the empty stadium. Also funny watching all. The no, I like it when you segue to games we definitely didn't watch. It's really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Makes for great list. Makes for great listening. <laughs> uh, let's project to next. Let's project to next week. What What are we thinking? Uh, round three, Chiefs Highlanders. Chiefs, mate. Chiefs by however many. Uh, no, I'll give you the line. The line's eighteen plus. Who are you on? Still the Chiefs. Chiefs. I, I'm making these lines up, by the way. Because uh, yeah, we're, we're aware of that. Uh, Rebels, um, Tars. I'm Ooh. giving you the Lions nine. Mm, Rebels, if the Lions nine. The Lions nine? Where are you going, Jim? I'm making these lines up, but where are you going, Jim? The I just nine. think rugby is quite a high-scoring game right now. Nine points is not what it used to be. I'm going, yeah, I'm going Tars. Tars by more than nine. Yeah, me too, actually. I think oh, Rebels showed some fight on the weekend. They've got a bit of dog in them. But I reckon the Tars have got a bit too much. Class. Oh, they'll hold, they'll hold, they'll hold, they'll fall. Tars by nine plus. Drew a Crusaders, the line's 28. Oh. Uh, Crusaders. Yeah, it's a big line, man. But going Crusaders, Jesus. <laughs> it's a big line. But I'm going to go Crusaders too. Haynes uh, Blues, the line is blue by four. Blues. Canes. Canes. Yeah. These make believe lines are outstanding. <laughs> Why are you going Canes? Just a bit of interest, man. <laughs> oh, right. I just think that was a big game for the Canes. Like a big game, a lot went down. Um, and they got the win where the Blues, this was a bad loss for them. This was a real chink in their shield. So um, I reckon they're going to turn up next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't know. I thought the Blues. Brummies Reds, the line's five for the Brummies. From more than five? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty clinical at the minute, aren't they? They are, but you get to a position now where you've won a few. A loss is coming. Just where do you think it's coming? Where do you think Reds have been the antidote to the Brumbies, but it was it was Tupo who would who would do it to them. Yeah. He would disable the scrum and then the Reds could beat them up out wide. Yeah. But Brumbies yeah. for more than five, I reckon. I do too. Force my one. Is, the line's favouring the force, but I'm like two. Pacifica. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going Moana here. The force were, were the worst ever this weekend. You almost can't can't include it. No one's no, ever played worse rugby than them. The, the force were pretty good the week before. Come on, in all seriousness, the force will be Pacifica next weekend. Back in Perth, they'll be fine. Yeah, I think that I, I think that's right. I think um, I think it was an anomaly. You know what? You know those games where you're just losing, and then before you know it, it's just compounding. Yeah, it looked like that type of performance where everything that could go wrong did, and they were down to thirteen blokes. It's it's very hard. So you know, mm. you never want to lose by seventy, but it was almost comical at, at some point. And good for them. It was in front of no fans, so it was fine. What's your game of the round, boys? What's your game of the round for next week? One to tune in for, don't miss. 
Well, the game of the round didn't disappoint this week. That Brumbies Blues game, test match atmosphere. That was awesome. Um, and I also froth the Drew Atars game just for the contact. But my game of the round next weekend, it's got to be Brumbies Reds, doesn't it? Oh, see, I'm going Canes Blues. I reckon the heat's on there. Yeah. But they do lead into each other. It's going to be a good oh, Saturday night if you can negotiate the TV Saturday time. Night. Yeah, I'll be yes. going on someone's birthday party next weekend, so it's definitely 5.05, definitely not happening. Um, Mate, so definitely birthday party starts at 2. I will be kicking people out at 5, I can assure you. <laughs> Is it your birthday? Uh, it's not my birthday, Jim. Oh, yeah. you, mate. You don't even know that when you make birthday. All right, boo. <laughs> Good to chat again. You haven't bought him a gift yet? <laughs> good to chat again. It's always <laughs> good, right. fellas. All right. All right. All right. All right.